even know how many bags I had to have yesterday to do a fitting in Chatsworth and then to drive to meet someone to go sing a gig in Palm Springs. It's like the heels alone, like like nude heels and black heels for the fitting. And then I had to have my black flats and my higher nude heels for the show. And I had to plan all of that at like 8 a.m. because I had to be on the road for the traffic because that was like an hour both ways. And then Palm Springs was two hours both ways. Welcome to Los Angeles artsy ass females. Self-righteous life forms who are eager not to learn, but to prosecute, to judge anything they don't understand or can't tolerate. Showtime. You're listening to LAAF. Brilliant name. It's just a pun. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is L-A-A-F. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Oh. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. Uh... The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. Please. This? You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. We love Grace. LA. We hey, hate Jimmy. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it in Pomona. And action. Uh, activate force fields. Shields oh. up, Captain. Oh, yeah. Red alert, everybody. Red alert. We've got uh, the Supreme Court draft opinion. No. And we've got more comedians, more black comedians being attacked while they're on stage. Huh? Where's Will Smith, everybody? Where's Will Smith? And, of course, the Met Gala. We have to talk about all the amazing outfits that uh, walked up the steps of that incredible uh, museum, raising money for the Fashion Institute, which lives in the basement of the Met in New York City. Mm Mm-hmm. Like uh, like uh, with the rats, basically. There's no rats in the Fashion Institute. There are just petticoats and gorgeous designer gowns. Uh, if I was a rat, I would want to get into one of those straight away. <laughs> yep, yep. Those old fabrics taste really good if you're a rat. I got a lot to say on today's show. What is this show? It's called LAAF. That stands for Los Angeles as fuck. Because what could be more Los Angeles as fuck than a couple of, like, white, out-of-work actors who had to start a podcast so that they'd have something to do, uh, and the guy, you know, like that, you know? Yep, that's us. That's us, so... The moon is waxing, we're excited about that, and the sun is in Taurus, we'll talk all about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to talk about the Taurus. Um, we also have Not Taurus, Taurus. It's like uh, a, it's like an astrological sign. Is it's everybody a star thing? Oh sure. And uh, also, I'm just your humble engineer sitting over here. I do the wires and cables and things. That's all I do. Um, but uh, here to save the show, lead us and guide us along our path to not only moral but uh, you know artistic enlightenment. Uh, that's Grace Fay. Come on, give it up. Thank you, thank you. I'm exhausted. Did a oh. show last night. People and don't know. I tell them you're a real ass show girl, and they're like, "What's that mean?" And I'm like, uh, "It means that she's always mad at me." Well, this gig was interesting because they tell you, you know, it's called like a a white label contract. So Ooh. when you sign that, you can't take any photos of yourself. You can't post on social media. In fact, you can't even say your band's name. Mm, you just have to be, to be like the- generic band mm-hmm. for this big corporate event or something. Sure. And 
they don't want to know who your actual band is and they don't want to promote you in any way or have you promote yourself. You're yeah. paid to just be entertainment as though the only entertainment you do is for this particular group of rich corporate people. Yeah, there's a lot of value in like them, those people not having a name or whatever, you know, like, <clears throat> oh, they're just kind of here. It's part of the setup. It's like when I'm Marilyn Monroe, I'm just Marilyn. Like nobody's like. Yeah, Grace well, actually, as Marilyn. I did Marilyn a couple weeks ago, and they did announce it. They were like, and Grace Faye as Marilyn Monroe. And oh, then, like, cool. the people clapped. Yeah, so I thought that was really generous and nice. They didn't have to do that. Well. You didn't have to do that. That is fun. There's a big election coming up, a uh, midterms election, you know. Gonna oh, in be California? Uh, going to be electing for governors, going to be electing for, I don't know, your comptrollers, I, I think. One? The, you can skip any of them that you want. Like enough people, all the old people vote, and they're very serious about it. So that's probably bad for us youngish people. Absolutely, it's mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, we'd mm. have a much brighter future if we all voted, but you don't have to. It's, I mean, I do. I mostly vote. Yes, um, a friend of mine, Renette Senum, is running for governor, and I want to talk about that because she is a completely crazy lady. She's crazy. Come yeah. on the podcast, Renette. I know you listen. And I know you know that I think that you're crazy, but I love you anyway. So there, come and talk on the podcast. There come are on. so many conspiracy theorists in California. In fact, it's where all conspiracy theories were born. And it's weird that like she was the mayor of Nevada City, which is like the capital of conspiracy theories. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't see why a governor couldn't couldn't be be into all that. I feel like the left and the right both like a good conspiracy theory these days. I'm like, uh, I'm full on. I want a clean house. I'm so mad at everybody who's in power. But also, the only alternative offered are these crazy people who just did this crazy thing in the Supreme Court. Did you say so, you were gonna clean the house? Clean house politically, Grace. Mm, I'm not gonna all of a sudden. No, yeah, of course. There's Windex right under the cupboard there. As the guy. Oh, that's so much better. Why have I been doing this? I don't know. Well, it's because the microphone. Talk louder in my ear. Listen, everybody. I'm working on. I'm working with this like a handy dandy little spare microphone stand, and the angle's bad, and the tilt is wrong, and uh, just talk right in my ear. Here we go, everybody. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It's uh, supposed to be a PG-13 slash triple X rated podcast. It is Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Oh, yeah. Happy Cinco. Oh, and happy uh, May the 4th yesterday. Uh, may you live long and prosper. <laughs> I love doing that. I posted a Star Trek symbol yesterday um, to celebrate May the 4th be with you. Because I know that'll make Star Wars people angry. And then they come after me and they throw their Molotov cocktails. But they don't know how to make them so they don't explode on impact. You know, that type of thing. Pasadena shit. I think it's important to celebrate Cinco de Mayo when the Mexicans won a battle over the French Empire. Because Mm. if France had taken over Mexico, the tacos. Yeah. They try to be all gourmet. There'd be snails in the tacos. It'd be bad. I'm for that on the same principle I was all about the BLM is because like, uh, yeah, you know, I love you. I love your movement and everything, but I really hate like the enemy of my enemy is my friend thing here. You know, I hate the police. I hate the French. I'm all about Cinco de Mayo. Don't hate the French. That's not what I mean. Uh, Oh, Gerard Depardieu, you. No, we're going to go to France no, soon. No, we and, love them. I'm joking you around. You better brush up on your Hey, French. listen. Hey, nobody takes the good jokes better than the French. I love you guys. Don't be mad at me. We're coming to your country. We're going to bring the podcast, probably, and then play the archives, and everybody's going to be mad at me, and they're going to be, oh, we're you. That's on rouge. 
This is LAAF. Even the name sounds mysterious. The news is always scaring people. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is breaking news. With Roe versus Wade in limbo. Congress, California vows to protect abortion rights. Oh, I still blew it. Well, that's good. At least California will still be able to get abortions, but maybe not in Texas. Yeah, they're busting it back. I mean, I have some feelings about this that I'll actually scream and yell about in my segment coming up later, because I think it's all hypocrisy shit going on, but also like... um, like gonna go to the states right yeah well that's the draft of the supreme court's document that was leaked is saying that they're going to push over to the states but i mean the supreme court is now conservative because of various things uh ginsburg stayed in office so obama didn't get a chance to appoint someone and then trump was able to appoint a whole bunch of judges so two yeah um so so also draft opinion right what does that mean and does that mean it's a law or do they still have to pass it's not a, a law thing no or, or but just the fact down? that they're it's really striking it. down a law is what they're it's striking to do. down roe v wade which yeah. started in the 60s and took a lot of fighting well, really which, it's a woman's issue yeah. it's a hundred percent a woman's issue it's not a religious issue it's not a male issue and so to me overturning roe v wade is misogyny it's against a woman's right to choose and therefore choose the future of her life and the yeah her agreed. career all kinds of things i will share agreed you're having a child against your will basically i will share the picture of uh in los angeles daily news of the la county political leaders sound off on roe versus wade draft decision um because it is truly laaf it is uh, a protest and they have <laughs> <laughs> they have like three super cute 21 year old girls holding signs and like looking sad but in short short skirts and like looking real cute is that la times it's uh los angeles daily news oh well see, um, that's how you do it. <laughs> it's pretty funny like uh yeah even especially the news has to have like a cute 21 year old girl spokesman attached to everything um, three LAPD officers fired guns inadvertently in just seven days last month. I think it's a lot more fun to just do the headlines of the news and not really say uh, anything more about them. But you know what that's about, right? I mean, they're always shooting off their guns. Keep your gun in your thing. I mean, within, what, the last 18 months I've had an officer, well, she didn't point her gun at me, but she started pulling it out. And it was very scary. And it was unnecessary, too. I was unarmed. I was cooperating. <laughs> Where were your hands? They were on the steering wheel mostly, but I had gone and and to grab something that she told me to grab, which is like ID and everything, you know. She was like, "Get your get your ID," and then I go for it, and she's like, "What you do?" And I'm wow, like, "Well, okay, get scary. it or not, lady." <laughs> yeah, she was uh, she was a little on edge, man. Yeah, uh, I think that job makes you a little bit on edge. I would think so. This yeah. is about me, man. One story about me. Intuit is to pay $141 million settlement over free TurboTax ads. Have you ever used TurboTax? Yes, I did. But now I use Credit Karma. So do I. It's actually free. Yeah. They boast as such. TurboTax uh, started free, but then they started charging if you yeah. were going to. Yeah. And I think they snuck it in as a little percentage. So that's a fucking bitch move. 
Um, this is this was news last week, but Twitter did announce that the board had accepted a 44 billion bid for the company from Elon Musk, the chief executive of Tesla and SpaceX, and currently the world's richest man. Yeah. He's using 21 billion of his own cash in the deal. No one's on Twitter, except Elon Musk, who's about number eight on the Twitter the ranking of the most Twitter followers or something like that, but he's very, very active on it. His tweets are, some of his tweets are funny. And he has, and and it, I liked uh, this article because it was sort of talking about how different Twitter is for those people than it is for the rest of us. Because every time he tweets even the littlest thing, it's like, this world he can barely even shaking. see the, the thousands and thousands right. of retweets and all the comments and all of that about every little thing he tweets. Right. Um, but it will be interesting because he does not. He wants to be less aggressive about um, of than the t- Twitter's current management about blocking in- misinformation and things like that. He wants to take the company private, so he'll have even tighter control than he would over a public company. I mean, people with that much wealth—it's just. I'm actually glad I'm not that wealthy. To me, it's really hard for me to see how he can even understand what the rest of us live like or 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 experience all the things we do which is this the hustle like um there's this term called a nepotism baby do you know what that is no it's relevant in show business so it's a child that is the son or daughter of of famous people right um yeah zoe kravitz uh there's a lot of them and they get a leg up in the entertainment industry because of who their parents are yeah the nepotism baby right right yeah, so they, they also live in a world and that n- none of the rest of us uh, get to live in. We don't have, we don't, our parents don't know agents. We don't have connections. We don't know people. We have to actually do this hustle thing. Right. And along the way, the journey, you learn the value of hard work and you find all these friends and you live this journey like we're living in Los Angeles. And I don't know, I can't really imagine just being given something like that. I would imagine there's pressure of its own when you have a lot of money or you have a legacy. But... I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't really want that for myself. I don't mind being a common person. <laughs> I think well, yeah, and I think if you as long as you can like recall the motivation of having to do something, you know, instead of, you know, uh, um I don't know. Uh, may, maybe maybe there are a select few people who live a life where they only ever have to choose to do something, you know? And having to do something is way different, you know? Yeah, but, and having to do something, having to work is important. We see a lot of people that do have a lot of wealth in Los Angeles and still struggle with mental illness or still struggle with... Sometimes even worse. Yeah, eating disorders or all kinds of other things. Um, yeah, my envy... Yeah, be living in the city, my envy of anybody with like substantially more money than me like i'm i'm envious of people who pay their bills easier than me or whatever a little bit but not much but like my envy of super wealthy has completely gone away because i because because i guess i've encountered enough of them i don't know if you're a waiter at an upscale restaurant in this town you encounter enough of them that you're just like i oh i a little bit don't want that life now like i don't know not that i don't want some of those things they look fun but like i these people seem miserable is what i'm trying well, to say well i try to give i try to give you know food or a dollar here or there to the people who are homeless and there's so so many of them in the city but how much when you live in an insane mansion behind a gated a gate and all of that how much do you actually need to turn off your empathy yeah and not really think about the fact that there are tens of thousands of people right outside your door that could use just, you know, a hundred bucks or a thousand dollars, each one of them. And it would shift their life. 
you know. And you can go to the patreon.com slash LAAF to give that 100 bucks today to <laughs> yeah. people who are in need. <laughs> yeah, we're not currently homeless, but we're month to yeah. month, baby. <laughs> yeah, like uh, any day now. Uh, <laughs> Dave Chappelle was also tackled on stage. Oh, yeah, we already did that. No, wait, did you? I didn't know that. Yeah, Dave Chappelle was tackled on stage at the Hollywood Bowl. This guy was arrested. Uh, Wow, so it's like a thing now. I think security broke both of his arms and his face pretty bad. So I mean, I don't know. No, I think they did. Um, The preliminary preliminary reports say it's kind of not, and I feel like there's going to be probably a. a All you're supposed to do is just restrain him. him. They broke his arms. Post facto, kind of like beat him up. Okay, well, that's completely the preliminary illegal. reports that's say. Assault. I don't know. We'll have to get uh, we'll what did What was the joke? What was that. the joke he made? Uh, it was, uh, funnily enough, it was about Will Smith's wife, you know? Was it really? No, oh. come on, everybody. Let's, uh, <laughs> nobody cares. They were laughing. The audience was laughing. Yeah, I bet they were. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm really late on this. I've already seen, like, 17 great Will Smith's wife jokes. So, Just I, leave her alone. This is breaking news. Hey, look, everybody. That was breaking news. That's your host, Grace Faye. This is LAAF. I'm a guy as well. You're listening to LAAF. Kill all the lawyers. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. He's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. Are you going to sing for us? Here we go. Deep belly breath. Relax your jaw. You know, you always ruin it when I sing by trying to put technique in it. That's life. That's life. I really do recommend that you get yourself a feisty gay Latino barber, okay? You can't tell because I'm wearing the headphones. But uh, nice. Yeah, I've Swanky. never looked better. I got two different haircuts. The classic, all right, the first time I said, hey, look, feisty gay Latino barber, leave it all on top. I like the classic myself. Yeah, I like the classic the as well. Over. This gives me more time before mm. I have to get another one. Mm. So sometimes I get this silly spiky thing. Um, this, well, we've got photos end of May, so maybe it'll be more classic by then. Uh, this bit is not. Uh, uh, this section of the show is uh, sponsored by Just Fucking Coffee. We're gonna park that fucker outside of Starbucks, anywhere, anywhere. Some poor bastard is waiting in line behind some uh, bunch of jerks buying donuts and cake pops and frappuccinos. All right, we're just gonna park our coffee trailer. Yeah, but the scones. I mean, they're covered with go. this like delicious frosting. Sure, please go have one. Put the egg white bites. I go love those. have it. I could get an orange juice for seven dollars. Please go get it. Go inside Starbucks and get that stuff. Uh, Listen, uh, we got an election coming up. Uh, You Republicans, you almost had me convinced. You know, with your freedom talk, with your... I was going to sweep, whatever it's called. I was going to... I was going to get those Democrats. They had me talked into it, Grace. They had me talked into it. You You know Republicans? No, I mean, you know... 
You listen to some for fun. I listen to some for fun. I don't do that for fun. Well, it's funny to me, and I listen to it. And and some of the some of the things that they believe in, like I share, I can share ideals with a group or I some uh, some uh, principles with a group without like joining or being part of the group. So you know, like. So when the Republicans are like, we hate Gavin Newsom because he's a hypocrite because he went to the French Laundry during uh, when he made everyone else locked down. And we also hate him because he ruined everyone's small business. You know, and I'm like, yeah, that's uh, those are legit reasons to hate this guy. And if you guys want to vote him out, I'm with you or whatever. Right. And they're always like, you know, oh, whatever. We hate the liberals, uh, you know, but uh, but then they get just a little bit of fucking power. Right. <laughs> and then this is what they do. They crawl up somebody's skirt, somebody's pants. The Roe versus Wade, you know, draft decision that Grace just kindly explained to me. I don't get it. I don't, you know, I don't uh, I don't have a vagina. I, I I thought I could just leave this alone. Women have been in the streets shouting about this my entire life. And you know what my position on it is? Sure. Sure, just okay. Whatever, whatever you need. That is the correct response. It's not my fucking business, but whatever you need, okay? Like, and plus, not me. And do you want to have children every time, like, you accidentally well, ejaculate in some teenager? This is my that fucking point. That when you were a teenager or not. The Republicans, they're fucking getting you on both ends with this one because they, they're not the ones who signed the, the bill into law that we're going to pay for all the poor kids, right? <laughs> we're solidly against that idea you know let's okay draft legislation of uh uh you know a u.s pay for all the poor kids act right uh, who who which, exactly there's which, no actual support for mothers or women which half of congress is going to vote no on that the republicans or the democrats i think we all know the fucking answer okay but also draft legislation or go into the supreme court to decide whether we're going to allow abortions which shouldn't be your fucking business anyways and guess who's going to vote yes on that? The freedom people. Where are you at, my freedom people? Where are you at, my libertarians? I listened to one of my favorite libertarian talk, ho- talk show hosts who shall remain nameless uh, <laughs> for the purposes of this podcast because what's libertarian about your position, Dave Smith? What is your fucking... What is libertarian about the position of this professional over here told this person over here that they can have this minor elective procedure. Like, why do you need to be involved in that? And by the way, why are you all of a sudden for, you know, for uh, uh, government intervention? The, you, it, it, the whole bill of goods that you've sold me this whole time, any time I've fiddled with the idea of voting for Libertarian Party or voting for Republican Party is that like, hey, freedom over here, right? We care about freedom over here. But then when it comes to two dudes wanting to fuck each other or some chick going in for a fucking nominal elective surgery, you're all about government intervention. And so what are you about? I like freedom. I don't know what you like. I can't tell what you like. I can't tell what your fucking ideals are. I keep coming over, by the way, to parties. Like, I came over to the liberals because they were like, oh, free speech. We're all about free speech, and we hate censorship. And I was like, that's my jam. I love that. Please, I want to be a part of that. And I marched in the fucking streets with them, and I was on their side for fucking decades, right? And I am a liberal still, kind of. I don't know what the fuck I am, but who cares, right? But that's the point. I was like, that's me. That's my group. I'm in that group. 
you know? But now I'm not, because I see they're fucking, they're not, they're now about censorship. They like censorship. They, they dislike free speech. They're shut that guy down. Shut that guy up. Get that guy off Twitter. They're that party now. So I can't, so I can't. Now I can't support them. And you, fucking conservatives, you guys, you're the freedom guys, right? So now you got me hooked. I'm coming over. Okay, freedom, right? I like that. That's cool. I'm with you. Freedom, cool. No mask, right? You guys are at the rally, the no mask. No, let us decide to wear a mask or not. I'm down with that. Cool, man. Freedom, right? Okay, now people want to get an abortion and a fucking gay marriage. No, no freedom about that. Well, now I'm alone. Now I have no friends. Like, I have no conservative friends. I have no liberal friends. It's great. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the midterms. I think they're going to be fun. I mean, and how is it practical for, for them there to be more unwanted children and less social programs to take care of the mothers and the children that, exactly, that are going to yes. now be around and the teenagers who were raped and had debt were forced to it's have a, a child it's a fucking leave school of and never go to college because... It's the fucking height of hypocrisy to say, no, we must, must, must have these children uh, and you must carry them to term and we will not, will not, will not vote for programs to take care of any of them. Fuck you guys. What a fucking buzzkill. You're listening to LAAF. It's a comfort. It's weird. Do you mind if I say a few words? She had such grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, Woo-hoo! honey. To help. Helping accomplish. Oh, yeah, come on, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody, wasn't that a great rant? Didn't you get all fired up? It was all fiery, like at the Aries that Jimmy is. And And he just went on a roll. But it is now Taurus season. The sun is in Taurus. So it's a little bit more grounded. I've really been enjoying the spring. May 1st is oh, a yeah. sacred day to the pagans. It falls halfway between the spring equinox and the summer solstice, um, which is the first day of summer. So it's basically the height of spring. And I, I really experienced that. I went to the Renaissance Fair. Um, the Southern uh, Renaissance Pleasure Fair, with an E on the end, is actually the first Renaissance Fair um, ever held. I, you guys have probably heard about it. Picture corsets, uh, men with swords, there's jousting, there's the queen. Are they allowed uh, to carry around a real sword or are they like wooden? I, it seems like there's definitely metal swords there. I don't know how, how sharp they are, but the people are people are carrying all kinds of stuff. I don't think there's allowed. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting history, actually. The Renaissance Fair was founded um, by a bunch of teachers in the 60s that wanted to uh, give their kids um, a reason to get excited about learning about history. So they would dress up in the uh, costumes and cook the way they cooked in the Renaissance and have the Shakespeare poems. And we saw a guy do like this 
wild fire whip routine. Oh, yeah. And just as he was doing it, like a hawk flew overhead because there are a lot of hawks and crows here in uh, Southern California. And um, I got right near the maypole. I didn't get to dance around it, but I love all those traditions. It is a new moon, and if you look up in the sky, you can see that it looks like that little Cheshire cat smile right now. Sure. Um, it's just, it's basically waxing. So we just had a new moon, and now we're going to grow into a whole new cycle in the next two weeks. So excited about that. Um, I found out that there is something called the City Nature Challenge here in California. It started in 2016 as a competition between San Francisco and Los Angeles. It's an international event now run by all these biologists and scientists. And the idea, you can look it up at City Nature Challenge 2022, is that human, basically we're all going to go around our city and take photos of animals and plants we see and then report it. And basically, by doing this, they've been able to uncover all of these new plant species. Because now that people have phones, they're able to just take take pictures of the flowers they see, submit them to the professional biologists, and then the, the biologists look at it and say, hey, that's a new flower that we've never seen. Okay. Yeah, so take pictures of wild plants and animals, and then from May 3rd to May 8th, you can Should identify can what was bugs? found. I, I assume bugs are included, yeah. Yeah. Any plant, animal, or evidence of life found in your city. So you find it, you take a picture, you share it through iNaturalist, which is the app they're using, or your city's chosen platform. And then there have already been, wow, there's so many commas, and I'm not good at math, but I think about a, a million observations have already been submitted and 45,000 species have already been found. So anyway, that's a cool thing run by the Natural History Museums. Um, I haven't watched the documentary on Netflix about the rise and fall of Abercrombie Abercrombie and Fitch, Hmm. but I'm sure it's hilarious. Uh, It's called White Hot. I'm going to check it out. That was such a 90s fixture and you still can smell that intense perfume every time you walk by the mall. Hmm. Um, A lot of belly buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to hear about all the things that were just understood to be true in the 90s that now people are looking back at. I did actually watch Pam and Tommy on Hulu, and then I was able to work on set with the second AD from that show, and mm. she, we, she, we were talking about it. And um, I liked that it was a feminist perspective. I guess Lake Bell directed like the sixth and seventh episodes, so a lot of female directors. Huh. And it really looked at that story of Pamela Anderson from her perspective, the fact that she was, that sex tape was stolen. Oh, yeah. You know, and against her will, then she was humiliated uh, again and again, and it was distributed, and all this money was made off it by all these sleazy guys. Yeah. And to me, I was a child in the 90s, so I looked at all that, and I thought, that's how women are treated in my world. You know, it's funny how much that reverberates down through society if that's the major news issue. This woman is slutty. And really, she was pregnant and trying to create a life with her husband. They had made a private tape and then she miscarried in the middle of it. So um, I thought Lily James did an incredible job. You know her as Cinderella. You know her as the good British girl. And all of a sudden she played Pamela Anderson and she fucking nailed it and makeup and hair were amazing and her body double or whatever was amazing both of the main actors were great it was Uh, also really beautifully shot so i recommend that Um, 14 year old jimmy was a big pamela anderson fan of course i'm sure tell you 
I'm sure. Well, and I can remember uh, the the gents uh, of my peers being, uh, you know, having nothing but respect for that lady, thinking of her as, uh, you know, kind of a boss bitch. She really presented that, you know. She, along with Jenny McCarthy, came right after her a little bit, and they were both like this, like, like smart boss, like kind of mean, like tattoos. Yeah, and they're also Playboy models, and they also have fake breasts, and they also have bleach blonde hair, and yeah. they also have a plastic surgery. And so as a young girl looking at that, I thought, oh, do I have to do all that to be considered pretty? So I would just like to see other races, other body sizes, other looks promoted as sexy oh, in, yeah. in the world. And I am I do feel that's slowly happening um, through more promotion of diversity and diversity of body sizes in our media. But Fuck the 90s. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Fuck, fuck all that thing. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, so what looks did you like at the Met Gala, Jimmy? Oh, I like that lady who put uh, Tax the Rich on her dress. Oh, wasn't that the mayor of New York? No, that was last year. One of the congresspersons did that. Oh, AOC? Yeah. That was last year. Google Google the current <laughs> one. Well, the biggest story is, of course, that Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's actual dress oh, that yeah. she wore to sing... Happy birthday, Mr. President. It's so odd that, like, I mean, this isn't a... She looks great. I'm not calling either of them anything, but I would never have thought that they were the same size, you know? She had to lose 16 pounds. First of all, namaste. I memorized all of Wikipedia instead of having friends. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now... That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents... Today! Today! Is today even a day? Yeah, well, okay, but yesterday we missed a big day in oranges. It was National Candied Peel, uh, Candied Orange Peel Day, and Mm. it was National Orange Juice Day. So we apologize for not being around. If you want to give something to patreon.com slash LAAF, we could make the LAAF podcast a regular thing eventually and not miss any of these national days. There is nothing like fresh orange juice and fresh orange juice, and then you add a little champagne in there. You get a really nice, classy mimosa. I'm skeptical of all sugar drinks, even fruit juice. I just It's, it's liquid candy. I don't need the calories. Mm. I'll just eat a candy bar. I love that. Candy. Well, we missed Audrey Hepburn's birthday. We missed all kinds of things. We missed National May the 4th Be With You, Star Wars Day. Um, but who cares? Everybody else in the world does a post about it. Well, uh, Cinco de Mayo is uh, celebrated today, and we're excited about that. Diva! Uh, Mexico had won over the French Empire at the Battle of the Puebla in 1862, and then they started celebrating Cinco de Mayo uh, in 1863, basically, in California. So in the 1980s, they really started to advertise uh, Cinco de Mayo by beer, wine, and tequila companies. Um, and now Cinco de Mayo generates beer sales on par with the Super Bowl. There are a lot of um, chain restaurants you can find all over the country that uh, give discounts on Cinco de Mayo. Uh, you can head to, uh, let's see, Applebee. Fridays. <laughs> Stop it. I'm serious. Bubba <laughs> Gump you. Shrimp Company. Del Taco. They have a buy one, get don't, one. Don't say What? Don't it's cool. say their names. All right, fine. Fuck them. They somehow got into the national day calendar. Okay, the Mexico defeated the French only to have their national day wind up being sharing it with National Hoagie Day. 
um, which I don't appreciate. I say Viva La Mexico, all right? Viva La France, too. I'm glad those crazy kids finally worked it the fuck out. Um, real quick, last Cinco de Mayo. If you are in Los Angeles, um, you got to head over to Olvera Street. Oh, yeah. That's where it really goes down yeah. um, today in Los Angeles, dancing, singing, music, and food. It's a held at Plaza Kiosco. Um, you can go to Lucha Vavum, which has Mexican wrestling, burlesque comedy, and then uh, mm. is at the Mayan Theater today. Oh, yeah, There's also fun. a club crawl. Um, you can look it up, 2022 Cinco de Mayo Hollywood Club Crawl, and all kinds of other stuff. Okay. What day is it besides Cinco de Mayo? Well, it's National Astronaut Day, which I think is pretty important because it is also the the debut today of the new Star Trek show. I realize. Oh, you're so excited! It's not Picard. Mm. Okay, Anson Mount is that like cowboy guy from that train western movie? I'm 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 rather horrified. You're not at least as in love with Anson Mount as I am. He is your <laughs> he is your archetype perfectly. Okay. <clears throat> he's the kind of guy I like cuz you're like him. He's very brooding. He's kind of grumpy. Yeah. He's he's definitely got the stubble going. Yeah, broad shoulders, dad mm-hmm. bod. He's very attractive, I agree. Uh well, you know, in his way. In his way. My problem with Hollywood is they don't give a guy like Anson, they don't give the Anson Mounts a break anymore, you know? Invasion USA, okay? Chuck Norris, all right? Charles Bronson, these fuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anson Mount is my Charles Bronson, or maybe I'm his. I don't know. Hey, how it we works. know that many women really like men like that, and many men really like men like that. Both oh yeah, sexually, we're and, daddies, Grace. You know, visually, Grace, we are daddies. So all right? you say in the twink yes. community. You yes. don't understand, probably. You're not in that community, but that's what they call us. It is both the National Day of Prayer and the National Day of Reason today. Oh, yeah. On uh, May 5th. Perhaps it is reasonable to pray since you don't really lose anything by just giving thanks and you well, know, uh, asking that people be safe and blessed. And Do you know of any prayers? Do you do prayers in your religion? You have a religion stuff you do. Sometimes I do. Yeah, well, sometimes I, when I'm driving or just sitting, I think thank you I think thank you like gratitude like thank you so much for this thank you so much for this or I sometimes say like to the goddess you know guide me um, whatever your will is you know show me the way and then I vaguely hope she does as a former alcoholic um, and a current uh, coffeeholic it's a big day for me tomorrow because it's national beverage day they've always been important to me always my crush everyone has to drink things yes oh man yeah, but I mean, who are you? You know, if you just go through life with like a bottle of water, you know? I like a good seltzer or a cup of coffee. Or back in the day, I liked a brew, you know? Or a hard uh, liqueur. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Makes life a little more spicy. Yeah, absolutely. And Come on, everybody. You can have always, some fun. It's National Beverage Day. It's Beverage Day, and you can always have fresh ice in your refrigerator if someone comes over. You can take that sparkling water, maybe squeeze an actual real lemon juice or real lime in there. If you squeeze it in your palm, you'll get the seeds, and then you can get the juice right in there and not get any seeds in there. And it just adds, what about a sprig of mint on the side? Why does uh, why does the calendar say May 7th is National Birth Mother's Day? Well, a birth mother is someone who gave their child up for adoption and then to an adopted mother. So children that are adopted have both an adopted mother and a birth mother. No. 
What do you mean no? No to that. You do not get a day. Yes, you do. No, you do not get a day. No, some of those women were 15, 16, and it doesn't mean they don't want to be part of their child's life later, just at the time they weren't able to then care for them. just celebrate Mother's Day. If you're in the kid's life, go ahead and celebrate Mother's Day But they day get with a the special day. I understand. I understand. Uh, I don't know if I can No, that. I was just watching Say Yes to the Dress, and they had like a whole situation with, with the birth mother and the adopted mother, and the daughter was getting the dress, and they were all excited. And shout out to mom on the 8th. We're going to be coming for you. I'm doing my first um, wedding dress fitting on the 8th. All right. Uh, Happy Mother's Day since we probably won't talk to you. And uh, since I will have uh, committed uh, by then from all the marriage talk. That's fun. (laughs) You love it. I want to fuck them even less now. And now it's time uh, for Famous finally, Birthdays on LAAF. This is LAAF because of all the famous people. You don't know, all right? We fucking rub elbows, being here in Pasadena especially, the retirement, uh, a big retirement town for all the fame, fame people. Mm-hmm. All the lawyers <laughs> and the uh, industry execs. And when we say industry in LA, we mean the film industry. Oh yeah, it's the industry. Oh yeah, I uh yeah. Uh, so this is James Brown. You might have heard of the Godfather of Soul. Mm. All right, happy birthday on um, what we say May third back there. But only you know what I'm just saying. This week, the only really notable musical birthday. If you want to bring another one up, it's right. Adele's birthday today. Yeah, on May fifth. I know, and I. I know she can't compete with James Brown, but she's. I gotta have something upbeat for the famous birthday bit, you, and all of you. Adele's song are like, "He broke my heart." <laughs> Pretty much, they're actually very challenging to sing, which is why she probably got vocal notes. Oh, I just can't vocal notes. What's that? Well, she had to take time off because uh, basically these little polyps grow on your vocal cords and you can't sing anymore. You lose your voice. Why it's from overuse. Mm-hmm. As a singer, I know all about that. Luckily, I've never had them, but but it's, uh, yeah. When is one of the chubby singers who shows up on the scene and gets their Grammy and their chubby going to stay that way? Lizzo, right? Did she get a Grammy yet? Yes. I believe so. She's, fuck, man. She's going to get skinny pretty soon. No. I hate it. I hate it. Stay how you are, ladies. One of you, okay? I get it. You want to get a little healthier? Yeah, but don't lose the whole look. Okay, well, help us change the fashion industry so that the runways are full of actual thick models instead of these twigs, and then maybe young girls won't feel the pressure to lose all that weight. I'm a straight guy with no fucking pull. They won't listen to me. They don't care. Well, start a fashion line and cast only only plus size models. Happy birthday to Henry Cavill. He uh, is 38 today. Oh, yeah. Superman himself. Mm-hmm. Canceled, of course, for all that pooping. What? You know, his thing. No, you're You saw kidding. him in the news a couple of months ago. <laughs> oh, my God. We didn't even talk about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, and we're supposed to be a Hollywood thing. Okay, listen, everybody. We've been putting it off long enough. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Call in right now, all right? one yeah, no. Sound uh, off, uh, Grace. Let's hear what she took like, a dump on his pillow. All right, he made I didn't fun of her know that dogs. until yesterday. They both hit each other. I think she hit him first. All right, what are your feelings about domestic abuse towards the men, the gents? Huh? It, it seems like they're both <gasps> at fault, and everyone's really mad at her now and saying that she started it all. But I gotta say, it takes two to 
Yeah, I forgive the crazy lady. That's the deal. That's my deal with the crazy ladies, is they had a whole path to get where they got. That's definitely true. You know, and it's really probably not their fault. Somebody, you know, down the line probably put the crazy bug in their head, and now they're pooping on your pillow. And I agree, (laughs) John. I agree. It's attractive, all right? It's attractive year one. It's attractive probably half a year two. But then it's over, And she is also stunning, so I'm sure that had something much younger than he was. The crazy one... The crazy ones are always hot. They're always hot without (laughs) any fucking, without any fucking uh, uh, deviation. The crazier, the hotter. Everyone knows that. Okay. Well, just to celebrate um, communism, as we always do on this podcast. It's your buddy. uh, It's Karl Marx's birthday today. That's right. Uh, 1818. He was born in Prussia. And although I don't support the Russian government nor the Chinese government, um, Karl Marx's ideas themselves, which I studied in college, have, have there's some interesting ideas there. Why do professors intellectually jerk off Karl Marx? This is just the top post on Reddit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Karl Marx, kind of big in the professor community, big thinker. Uh, I can't, I've never read I mean, workers of the world unite, you have nothing to lose but your chains. Like Mm -hmm. he, you know, unionization and the idea of workers' rights is a good thing. Social progress can be measured by the social position of the female sex. Let's go ahead and and look at that again, as we're now trying to get rid of abortion rights. If we had a female president, perhaps we could consider ourselves socially progressive. Oh, sure. But right now, we're not heading in that direction in the United States. Mm, I don't know. That one dude might die, and then we would have a female president, bingo, bango. So we're headed in that direction pretty quick. I mean, yeah. Honestly, who's... Is he going to run again in Zadies, or are we going to get a new candidate? I mean, every, everything's propaganda, but the amount of video there is of that guy just kind of like wandering around at his own podium is pretty hilarious. He's doing a good job. I like some stuff. I love the getting out of war stuff, and um, I like the talk about, hey, and we're not going to do it, but uh, I like the talk about canceling student okay, death. Okay, here's, here's Karl Marx student on elections. Debt. We can't cancel student death. You excited about the election? Here's what Karl Marx says. Oh, I am. The oppressed are allowed once every few years to decide which particular representative of the oppressing class are to represent and repress them. Yeah. Yay, elections. Let's have regular people voted into office. Working people, all right? Especially, like, I'm going to read you off the judges pretty soon. The judges that are up for voting in Los Angeles County. Please vote for people who haven't been judges before. Please vote for people who haven't been working. Working for the prosecutor's office. Please vote for someone who has some experience in working life. Because you know who's getting fucked over in those courtrooms? Regular working people who got pulled over because their tags were two days out of date or whatever. You know, no one gives a shit that their bicycle got stolen the day before and no cops showed up. No one gives a shit that their uh, their girlfriend got beat up in the streets of downtown Los Angeles four nights prior and uh, the cops didn't bother to take a report. No one cares about that, but they're definitely going to hand you a fucking bill for $256 for your tags are out of date. You know why? Because it's easier for them and they make more money doing it. Happy birthday tomorrow to George Clooney, who's going to be 60. Oh, yeah. If it's your birthday, you're a Taurus. Yeah, and uh, if you share a birthday with any of these, your celebrity betters, remember to celebrate extra hard because that's special. This is LAAF. Unreasonable moaning twat.
And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. Uh, This is a big day in history because it's the birthday. Well, okay, listen, it's another going back to May 3rd. We haven't been here for a while. I'm going back. But it's, uh, you know, one of my heroes, Niccolo Machiavelli, born May 3rd. What? Machiavelli? He's an asshole. Uh, Well, I mean, come on, you know, uh, in his own way, sure. But in another, more precise way, he had cool quotes. (laughs) On May 4th in 1970, Ohio National Guardsmen opened fire during an anti-war protest at Kent State University, killing four students and wounding nine others. An example of the National Guardsmen uh, being really violent at protests and something that we all thought about um, when the protests were really going down in 2020. Yeah, and certainly um, not... Not willing to open fire on the January 6th people for some reason. Totally willing to open fire. No, they on took the beatings from those people. The In fact, flower children. they got beaten up. It's but the it's the Capitol Police that suffered. Not willing to open. Fi- okay, copy that, cops. Got it. Never do an enemy a small injury. Machiavelli in this shit. Come on. Okay, well, some of these guys wrote 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 well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, you know it's, it's like part Sun of the dark Tzu triad. Shit, you know, you get yourself psyched up for the fight. I told you stuff. about that. What was Dark it? triad. Machiavellianism is one of them. Oh, yeah. Where you, like, try to oppress everyone else. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Fascists yeah. do. No, no, and then the other one is the Masons, and then the third leg no. is uh, Nutrisystem, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also on uh, May 4th in 1886, way back at Haymarket Square in Chicago, a labor demonstration for an eight-hour workday turned into a deadly riot when a bomb exploded. Well, thank goodness eventually we got that eight-hour workday. Of course, I work in entertainment, so my days <laughs> tend to be... The other day I worked, it was 16 hours. Yeah, that's yeah. A, well, that's a lot about overtime, though. Imagine there not being such a thing as overtime. I can't imagine. I'm grateful there is. On that particular day, there wasn't because it was like an an event where they all these entertainment events I work um, just pay a flat fee. Basically, they aren't paying um, rates like they do on set. Uh, but I have a gig, you guys, this Friday. You can all come see me. It's free. Oh, it's yeah, a public it. free show from five to six in Santa Fe Springs, very close to um, L.A. proper. It's for the Art Fest, which is super exciting. Uh, they're going to be featuring a lot of visual artists and we are singing jazz there. I'm honoring Barbara Morrison, an incredible local Los Angeles uh, singer who passed away on March 16th by singing a couple of her favorite tunes. Look up Barbara Morrison on YouTube. She's incredible Uh, she covered a lot of those Ella Fitzgerald tunes and she just had so much charisma and so much talent and as a vocalist it's kind of deep to think about when I die if any of my recordings will live on basically because that's all that a singer really wants is that their voice continues to live on so I'm going to try to keep promoting her check her out and uh, come see me sing um, in Santa Fe Springs this Friday the 6th yeah be there LAAFers yeah why not um, also on May 6th in history, the English Channel Tunnel opens. I don't think there's a single piece of like uh, world architecture I've heard uh, as much about since I was like four years old as the fucking tunnel. I've heard. Uh, uh, we should go. We should go through it. You want to do everything in Europe. Well, Anytime I would wait, Europe I don't is mentioned, go. you're like, we should go. 
I don't want it. Well, we should go. I have the I, miles. I don't want it. That's Southwest. I don't think they do international. Oh, shit. Really? Um, no. It's, I, don't, I doubt it. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> um, no, I don't know if I want to go underneath all that water. I would rather take like a ferry from from England All to right, France. enough about your sexual preferences. On May 7th, Whoa. Norway's most famous painting, The Scream by Edvard Munch, is recovered almost three months after it was stolen <gasps> from a museum in Oslo. The fragile painting was recovered undamaged at a hotel in Asgardstrand, which sounds like something from Tolkien, about 40 miles south of Oslo, police said. Munch is a great painter. We've celebrated his birthday, and if you check out our Instagram at LAAF Podcast, you can... S- see some of my favorite Munch paintings besides the scream. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And um, it's cool because it is actually the original Jimmy uh, like uh, emoji. Uh, oh, um, but also uh, it is the inspiration. It's the inspiration for um, Home Alone. Home Alone. Absolutely. Uh, on May 5th in 1891, Carnegie Hall, officially called Music Hall, had its official opening in New York City. Oh, congratulations, Carnegie Hall. Featuring it's been a big... Uh, it's been Tchaikovsky. a big week for New York here in L.A. All right. We've talked about the Met. We've talked about Carnegie Hall. Let's talk about the Empire State Building next. Okay. Let's talk about the Statue of Liberty. That's NYAF, everybody. Congratulations, Grace. Remember polio, Jimmy? Uh, Connecticut AF. Oh, uh, yeah. It really hit New York really bad. Tell us the stats of how badly it hit New York, Grace. Well, I was actually going to talk about the U.K. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Damn it. Um, on May 5th in 1955, uh, the UK, over 500,000 people received the polio vaccine. Oh. And, um, Nanobots in it, probably. <laughs> polio sounds like it was pretty serious, and it mostly affected children and basically crippled them. So, anyway, History? we all know how we stand on vaccines. History timeline, Cinco de Mayo, Oregon, Lakeview, Oregon. Miss Elsie Mitchell and five neighborhood children are killed while attempting to drag a Japanese balloon out of the woods. Unbeknownst to M- Mitchell and the children, oh. the balloon was armed and it exploded soon after they began tampering with it. They were the first and only known American civilians to be killed in the continental United States during World War II. So did the Japanese oh bomb gosh. Oregon during World War II, Grace? The answer is yes. Yes, they did. Never forget, Grace. Oregon doesn't. It's interesting because I was just talking about how um, the World War II scene, I guess, that's like the Ren Fair over in the UK, where they have these vintage festivals. We have those here, but they actually camp over and they make it a big deal. And we were talking about how it was because World War II was such a bigger deal in England and remains a bigger deal because their country was attacked. It would be a big deal to you if you had to rebuild your town. This is LA. It is boring and thankless. Welcome to Los Angeles, ma'am. Every day is a miracle. It's my groove right now. Oh, 
yeah, we're going to say goodbye for one more week on the LAAF podcast. It's been a great time. Uh, remember, connect back with the people. Remember, you're not invisible. Uh, remember um, to be strong and uh, never falter. Uh, remember to uh, let uh, love and uh, hope be your guiding star. And uh, tomorrow is always a new day. On the horizon lies always hope. May the wind be at your back and may at your feet be always a bunch of fucking jerk-offs who fucking pissed you off one time. And you can fucking kick them in their mouth. And that's Inspiration Corner from Jimmy McCammon. Every day is a miracle, folks. Uh, thank you so much to all of our patrons over at patreon.com. They sponsor us. Oh, yeah. Go to patreon.com slash LAAF and just sign up on any of the levels. 1,000 shoes marching for justice. It's just a buck a month, but you can be one of those shoes. Right? We thank you for your support. We <laughs> do this all out of the, the craziness in our minds and the love in our hearts. Uh, we don't make any money at it except from our patrons. That's right. Jeff and, Wong, uh, number one Mac Daddy motherfucker, right? And Cindy Simmons, mom of the podcast, not mom by any other name. Mystery man, Jake Allen. You know who you are. Nobody the fuck else does. May Cookrow, official sister of the podcast. Tamara Sindorf and Jane Claire Swinson. And Donna Newman, everybody. Thank you. I used to go worship in the church. Now I worship in the Newman. That's how good of buddies we are. <laughs> yeah. Not um, bad. You can <laughs> check us out on Facebook and Instagram um, and head over to my Instagram at F A E Z I E and look at pretty pictures of me. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you can actually follow me on Twitter uh, at Jimmy McCammon one. It's basically where all of my meanest jokes are because no one follows me there. Mm. So it's kind of funny. Maybe I I'll read them all off here one day because they're should, truly because I'm never on Twitter. Tr- never, no one is on Twitter who I even know. And like truly, if I think of something that's like mean and like I'm like I should post that to Facebook. But like I know I have friends and family there. Yeah, I yeah. Don't, you know, I just post it on Twitter. <laughs> I kind of post my sexier stuff on Instagram, the stuff that's more vain and sexy. Yeah. And then I really have to choose if I'm going to put that on Facebook. You yeah. Know? It's like a decision. I don't just automatically sh- double share everything. Did they like in enge- the metaverse? Did they engineer that shit or uh, or did did we, you know, did that organically come to be? That people wanted people to look at them, especially no, no. entertainers? No, the different, um, the different uh, like climates or whatever on the different social media. You know, mm. like Instagram. What about Reddit, man? Reddit's a fucking crazy place. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Reddit. Yeah, Reddit and Tumblr both are like basically quietly everything. Like from from family friendly, cutesy, G rated to like full porn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and I think Snapchat kind of became that too, but I could never figure out Snapchat because it's always, you know, it's so, I, there's My no, generation, yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, I just, uh, I just don't. We'll see if TikTok survives. Hey, new cover-up claim filed against Los Angeles. In, you know, in other uh, news that we didn't get to, new cover-up claim filed against Los Angeles. Sheriff Villanueva, do you want to know why he's going after the homeless so hard? Do you want to know? Going after them or trying to find solutions for where they should live? Well, he's trying to make like he's trying to find solutions for where they should live, but really he's just kind of going around kicking the shit out of them and displacing them. And the reason is because that's super duper duper popular and he's super duper duper fucking dirty. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Because you get one of these stories every week. And I guarantee you in three, four, five, six days, we're going to also get a story of like, oh, Sheriff Villanueva cleaned up this area of L.A. with his troops. And so he always tries to redirect the story anytime one of these things comes out. But this is like a monthly thing that somebody has uh, some beef with uh, the uh, corrupt sheriff of Los Angeles County. Come on the show. <laughs> Come on the show we'll take all and the explain yourself, you please, please, you police. Oh, please. If you are a Taurus, you are loyal, thrifty, kind-hearted, and possess great personal charm, good looks, and a lovely speaking voice. This uh, is your time of I'm year. I'm a Taurus? You're an Aries. Taurus comes good after looks, Aries. I like how you posted on your Facebook that you're happy you're getting married because finally you're going to have good sheets and towels. Yes, that's a compliment, though. That's a compliment to all ladies and especially... It's Land's End. That's where the best bath mats and towels are. I'm serious, No one would understand what you're talking about. Wirecutter agrees. Okay, Wirecutter. But you enjoy the fluffy towels. Well, of course everyone enjoys them. They're clearly superior. Yes. There are some things that happen when you're paired up with a lady, you know, or a person or whatever that are just clearly superior, you know? Some of the, like, cleanliness goes the up. The scents The are softness of the towels goes up, you know? Like, yeah, have you ever... I've had the opportunity to dwell alone for short periods in the past couple of months, and, like, it fucking stinks, everybody. It <laughs> smells. Like, I don't know what happens, or, like, maybe, maybe I'm, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, being disciplined in some way or something when I'm around a lady, you know, without subconsciously. I can't think of it. Yeah, this showering is a terrible is good. way to end the show. Everybody, like I said. Take a shower. Connect back with the people. And all the people you miss. Uh, Twitter, I ate a salad. A pound sign, I'm cool. We've been getting solid three-star reviews for years, and now this is going to fuck everything. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance.